Your foot contact is a pivotal moment in your running gait. I mean, that's an understatement. I know. How your foot contacts the floor influences the forward propulsion that you gain. Forward propulsion helps us move forward. So I have a really simple coaching cue that will increase your foot contact efficiency. This will help you store and release more movement energy through your body. You will run better as a result of this cue. So let's dive deeper into foot contact and why splay is so important in this phase. Welcome to the Run Better podcast created by me, Ash Foster. I'm a running coach, an advanced personal trainer, yoga teacher, mindful life coach, and my obsession is helping people become a better version of themselves. I know from personal experience that walking, running, yoga, nature, and mindfulness can help us counteract the fast-paced, busy, modern lives we live and improve our mental and our physical health. The Run Better podcast episodes are in the solo show format of a mini coaching session where I give you ideas that will help you run better. Whether you want to run faster, run for longer, run injury free or simply to enjoy your running more, these episodes are for everyone whether you're just lacing up your running shoes for the very first time all the way through to the experienced marathon runner. So let's get into this episode. Just a quick one before we get into this episode of the podcast. This podcast relies solely on recommendations and reviews to help it grow. So if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts, either a five-star review with a rating, or if you're listening on Spotify, leave a five-star rating, that really helps this podcast grow. More people will see it. And I really do appreciate any help you can give this podcast by giving it a little five-star rating. Thank you. Hi, it's Ash, your personal podcasting running coach, and welcome to this episode of the Run Better Podcast. Jumping straight into this episode, I'm going to give you a brief explanation of foot contact when running, and we're going to have a look at what splay is and a little exercise, uh, a couple of little exercises that you can do that you can take into your running, this is going to help you run better. So there are three phases to foot contact. The moment that the foot contacts the floor in our running gait is known as initial contact. That's the very first point that the foot touches the floor. We then roll through to the point where the whole foot is contacting the floor. That is known as mid stance. And the final part of the contact phase of running is known as toe off. And this is where the big toe is about to leave the floor. The optimal foot contact I will describe to you in a little bit more detail in a moment. And please bear in mind, like most things, what works for one person may not work for another person. So we want to ideally be landing on the fourth and fifth metatarsal of the midfoot area. Then the big toe comes down, then the heel kisses the floor to allow the arch to pronate or soften into the floor 
This helps store movement energy and it helps the arch spring and release that movement energy. And this is your body's natural shock absorber. If you are a heel striker, your gait will look different to that description. And also likewise, if you are a front foot runner that never brings their heel down, that description won't fit how you run. And there's a great more sciencey way of looking at it that I found uh, from a beaconphysicaltherapy.com. This was a great quote. As the foot pronates to absorb shock in mid-stance, the metatarsal bones will splay, which triggers the deep transverse metatarsal ligament, or DTML, that runs across the metatarsal heads that proprioceptively tells the foot to tell the brain, we're about to push off. When this happens, the foot will then supinate to become a rigid lever to propel us forward. So I know it's quite uh, anatomical if you're not aware of uh, the anatomy area of the foot but that means as the foot hits the floor the toes will spread out to absorb the shock the arch will soften and spread into the towards the floor that will the foot and the arch, the toes in the arch will work together and that creates a spring of stored energy and that spring obviously releases the stored energy so that from that shock absorption and it creates that movement energy that helps you run. So basically that splaying and softening, splaying of the toes, softening of the arch creates that shock absorption, but also stores energy. It then springs and it creates that movement energy. So again, the foundations of the feet, very important, but there's more on this in a moment, but let's have a look at some quick fun facts. Just to, just thought, do you know what? I'm gonna throw this in there because I think it's really interesting. I'm a little bit obsessed with the feet a little bit passionate about the feet because my feet have been a bit messed up by wearing modern cushioned ill-fitted trainers and not having um, more natural elements to footwear that have allowed my feet to be as they should be able to function and I have become a little bit of a foot nerd over the years because of this some quick fun facts 25% of the bones in your body are in the foot so there's 26 bones to be exact 25% over the bones in your body and your foot, I mean, that's insane. There are over 100 muscles and tendons and ligaments in each foot. And if you're a 65 kilogram, 65 kilogram person, each footstep is absorbing roughly 260 kilogram of weight. There are sweat glands in the feet that excrete half a pound or 500 millimeter, milliliters of moisture daily. And the average person walks 115,000 miles in their lifetime. That's a lot of work for the feet. Wearing high heels increases the pressure in the foot by 75%. And there are studies that show if you wear high heels, you are much more likely to have arthritis in your knee later on in life. I mean, how amazing are your feet? Are you starting to think about your feet in a different way yet? Well, hopefully that can encourage you to think and feel a little bit differently as we go through this podcast. So where should your foot be when it lands? So the position should be underneath the hips, so which is closer to the centre of the gravity. And this will reduce the braking forces that are travelling through the leg. These braking forces are what you would see from a runner that is overstriding. So this pushes the foot out 
in front of the hip when landing when you're overstriding and it creates higher braking forces so the closer we can get that foot landing underneath the hip the more natural forces are going to go through the body the body's going to be able to deal with those forces in a much more natural and efficient way so to influence where your foot lands relative to your hips you would need to have a high cadence and i've done two previous podcasts on cadence and foot landing so you can go back through and have a look at those episodes get some more knowledge on this subject by listening to these episodes if you're interested in that i'm going to give you a bit more info in this podcast but not going to go too much into cadence and the specific of where the position is relative to the hip it's important to remember that foot contacts happen the foot contact happens in under a quarter of a second so trying to bring conscious awareness and effort to your foot contact may cause you to feel a little bit clumsy you could mess up or slow your foot contact down this is something i've seen quite often And this could lead to an issue with your form or worst case, you could even get an injury. So I will give you a toe split exercise and a coaching cue towards the end of this episode. Though it's important to be conscious of not trying too hard to to consciously change the foot contact position. The contact position will be changed by changing your cadence. So that's how you will change the position relative to where it lands your um, in relation to your body in front of it or more underneath it incredibly fast let's check this out your foot contact as i mentioned i mean this this is re- really quick and it gives you a, an illustration have of how if we start to bring that conscious element into trying to change our foot contact it is oh, it's mind-blowing your foot contact will be anywhere from one tenth of a second to two and a half tenths of a second so the elite runners will average around 1.5 tenths of a second, which is minuscule. I know. So it's almost like Formula One timing. So you can see how important it is that we get this part of your running gate right. I mean, there is minimal room for error. That is, you know, those are very fine margins, those one tenths to 2.5 tenths of a second. So please don't obsess with that description that I mentioned of optimal foot contacts with the fourth metatarsal and all, all that. This is not the cue that I want you to focus on. So remember, you don't need to fix something that isn't broken. The cue that I'm going to give you is going to add to your running gait, your running form. So we all have tendencies that are unique to our body, individuals to us. There isn't an absolute perfect running form that fits everybody. And there are general things that we can work on. So again, like I mentioned, just be cautious of, remember, we don't need to fix something that isn't broken. If your running form's not broken, don't go start changing and working on cadence if it's not effective, if it's not going to be uh, relative for you. An important part of foot contact is what the toes do in that moment of split, as I mentioned, or they might even not split. So again, if they're not splaying, that's good because we're gonna get some benefit from these exercises. So this, uh, again, as I've mentioned, the, the, the really important part to split is that it affects our whole running gait. If we get this right, you will receive strong, stabilised lower legs in return. You will get great glute activation. This helps to stabilise the hips, adding that extra oomph to your stride, and also reducing potential injuries that you might suffer in your lower back if we've got more stable hips. 
the arches of the feet are also they're going to be strong supple energy efficient springs so they also rely on the big toe to push into the floor to activate the muscles in the arch and if we can push the big toe into the floor and we can splay our, the rest of the feet that will improve the strength of the those muscles in the in the toes but also in the arch of the foot so having strong supple arches reduces your risk of foot issue foot issues and things like plantar fasciitis and all the other foot issues that I won't name so what is splay as I mentioned what is splay when my foot comes into contact with the ground and if you google splay the verb definition states thrust or spread things especially limbs or fingers out and apart so we know that splay when our toes spread out in our walking or running gait that is splay so that's the definition of splay but did you know that your toes should spread or splay up to 15% their normal width when your foot comes into contact with the floor when running or walking or at least they should be allowed to splay up to 15% wider. Most modern running shoes don't have wide enough toe boxes to allow your toes to splay, to spread out. And this results in a whole host of problems in the body, as I've mentioned, starting point of the connection of the whole of your body with the rest of the, with the, rest of, uh, the earth is from the feet. So even if you choose... The wide option in your running shoes, you can only get an authentic wide toe box from a more minimal barefoot style shoe. If you have narrow feet and you think that you don't need to buy wide or minimal because you have enough space in them, you may want to check your, your shoes if they do allow your toes to splay. So simply splay your toes while standing on top of your shoes and see if your little toe hits the edge or goes over the edge of your shoe. This will indicate if your shoe fits or if it doesn't fit and more than likely your toe will hit the edge or definitely go over the edge. I know from personal experience this is why I've gone on this little foot kind of nerdery that I am into this passion about feet. My my shoes I just used to choose for fashion rather than function and that helped or it didn't help. It made me have a lot of issues in my feet that then created issues further up my body, in my knee and my hip, my lower back. I got rid of those fashion shoes and those maximal cushion shoes and say wear a minimal and the rest is history as they say so remember your feet are your foundations if you build a house on rubbish foundations you will get cracks appearing up the walls and i love this quote from again beacon physical therapy i put the quote in the show notes on my website on my blog if you want to have a look at that it's a great anatomical description of what is happening in the foot and they say the plantar fascia which attaches to the calcaneus or the heel bone the plantar plates and the dtml the deep transverse metatarsal ligament becomes rigid when the forefoot splays so you're not only getting horizontal stability of the foot from toe splay but you're also getting vertical stability from plantar fascia this helps the foot become a rigid lever needed for push off when you're walking and running so again very anatomical but very sciencey but very i think it's very insightful for someone who's a little bit of a anatomical and foot nerd biomechanical whatever how can you improve your splay to help you improve your foot contact so that's what this episode is all about isn't it i've been giving you all this information so you've taken in all of this information about foot contact and splay you've been allowing me to talk at you <laughs> i'm now going to give you a useful coaching cue that 
you can use to maximize your foot contact. It will help you reduce your injury risk and improve your running efficiency. So start with this simple exercise, then add in the cue to splay as your foot lands. Practicing this exercise is the exact motion you want to make when your foot contacts the floor when we are running. So the splay exercise, do this barefoot anywhere, anytime, spread your toes as wide away from each other as you can and hold for 10 seconds. Repeat this six times for a total of 60 seconds. This is one set. Do three sets of this exercise. So if you haven't done any work on your feet or your toes, it can feel a little bit frustrating at first. But think about separating your big toe from the little toe as far away from each other as you can so you're creating distance between the toes. So there's gaps in between the toes and you're really trying to stretch the, the toes as far away from each other as you can. And at first, like as I've said, if you've not done much footwork, you might find that quite frustrating, you might find it quite hard to coordinate, you might feel that you haven't got the power to do that. So that's a really good indication that that is something that you really, really, really need to work on. It's going to get huge benefit from you if you're experiencing that. So this activity of spreading the toes is the exact coaching cue that I want you to focus on when running. So when you are confident that you have that control in splaying your toes, you can start doing this when running. So when you feel like you've got to the point where you've really started to grasp it, you've got the control, the coordination of the separating of the toes, you're like, yeah, I can get that now. I can get some good gaps in between the feet as well. When you feel like that, then you can start adding that cue into to, to your running. So as your foot is about to come into contact with the floor, think about splaying your feet in this way. And you might want to say to yourself, splay. I mean, like I said, it's very quick because you're taking lots of steps per minute and per second and foot contact's very fast but if we think about splaying our foot every time the foot is coming into contact you should feel that extra stability and the strength that this motion gives you you should feel like your foot is more connected to the floor a simple a very effective cue that is going to help you run better so you may notice that the arches of your feet start to strengthen the toes start to strengthen your balance improves you just get that little bit more oomph like i mentioned and with this strengthening of muscles comes aching muscles like anything so if you find your feet ache this is a normal response to strengthening muscles and as like anything as they get stronger the ache will just slightly go away so just try this maybe when you start to integrate this from the exercise into your running. Maybe just start small with this. So just start doing the splay exercise on your smaller runs for half the run or a third of the run. And just slowly, gradually build up the, the amount of time that you can do that exercise splaying. And again, it does take conscious effort. It takes conscious effort of, of really strengthening those muscles and doing that. But you are going to get huge benefit from that. So in summary... Foot contact is important to help you run more efficiently, reduce your injury risk and to ensure you can run at high speeds. That's stating the obvious, I know. But your feet are amazing. You choose what shoes you put on your feet and choose them wisely, my friends. Your foot should be able to split up to 15% its own width. So again, there's that really simple splay test that you can do. Stand on top of your foot, stand on top of your shoe and spread your feet out as what your big toe and little toe as far away from each other as you can and see if your little toe hits the edge of your shoe or if it goes over. And that's a good indication. Your feet, uh, your shoes are too narrow and they're not allowing your feet to do it. What is naturally, they should be functioning they should be doing and if your feet aren't functioning right your body's not going to function right 
Make sure you do this splay exercise to strengthen the feet. Make sure you do the splay motion as your foot is coming into contact with the floor for that more effective foot contact once you have got that splay control. And if you need any running coaching, message me. Sorry for that shameless plug, but you can contact me. So if you do need any help with any of this, if you need any help with your running in general, you can contact me through the following ways on Instagram at runbetterwithash, email ashfoster1983 at gmail.com. Online, my website is runbetterwithash.com. Please share. So thanks for listening to this episode. Share this podcast with a friend. Take a screenshot or copy the link to the show and share the love. Your friend gains running knowledge and I gain more interested listeners. That's the main way that people have helped this podcast grow. Each episode that I record takes around three hours to plan, research, record and edit. So if I can see that people are listening to them, that's a nice reward for all the effort I put into making these episodes. So I will speak to you in the next episode of the Run Run Better podcast. Speak to you soon, my fellow runners. Fellow runners. (laughs) 